0: Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. It's Michael McLeod, a shorthanded goal for the Devils. So they lead the Rangers 1-0 with 5.52 left in the second period of game seven. Baseball tonight, top of the eighth. Blue Jays trailing the Red Sox 5-4. Back behind the net, Matthew Kachuk gets there first and he's upended back behind the goal, loose puck behind the net, loose to the side of the net, jamming away is Kachuk with Bennett along the near boards, Bennett finds it to the circle for Hagee, shot top shelf, he scores! Carter Verhagee top shelf and the Panthers win it over time! The Panthers stun the Bruins in Boston and the Panthers are moving on to round two! Carter Verhagee, the Panthers have won it over time! 4-3 the final, the Panthers take game seven and they're There was the call last night. Doug Plagan's Florida Panthers audio network as Florida completes the upset 43 points behind Boston in the regular season, 135 to 92 is the gap and also a 3-1 series comeback. Before 1987, there had been two 3-1 series comebacks in the entire history of the NHL, and both of those were 3-0. Since then, there have been 29, so just fewer than one per season in the NHL. So pretty remarkable what the Panthers accomplished, and I'm pleased to uh, welcome back to Inside Sports. He used to play for the Panthers. He's with the NHL Network, and he uh, works with Doug on the Panthers Audio Network as well. It is Bill Lindsay on the show. Bill, you're on with Reed. How are you doing, sir?
1: How are you doing? Everything good?
0: Everything is great here, and I'm happy to have you on the show again. It's It's been too long uh, since we've been able to connect, but I, I saw a uh, some very excited posts on social media from you uh, <laughs> after the game last night. Uh, I, I mean, look, you, you played for a Panthers team that did something pretty special many, many years ago. I'm not necessarily directly comparing uh, that team and this team, yet we'll see where it goes but uh pretty remarkable what the panthers were able to pull off against boston
1: it it was you look at just the way that it was done just to get into the postseason. this panther group uh it actually started right before the all-star break the panthers won a game against boston with they tied the score with one second on the clock and won the game in overtime and that was right before the all-star break after the all-star break Panthers played their best hockey of the season they got healthy they got bodies back and then down the stretch all their goaltenders go down Alex Lyon comes up and you thought well maybe there it goes again there goes the Panthers season but Alex Lyon came in was really really good got got in the playoffs on pretty much game number 82 you fought you clawed you get into that first round series seems like a heavy heavy underdog for the Panthers you go up against historically the best team in NHL history play good the first couple of games you get split then you lose those two games on home ice and you really thought you were in trouble but they switched to Sergei Bobrovsky Sergei Bobrovsky was phenomenal as (laughs) as you can get uh, to get get the game five win and then in game 6 you played well at home and anything can happen and in a game 7 just shows Boston looked really nervous and in game 7 uh, uh, just did a lot of mistakes on the Boston side I wouldn't call it choking but there were some meltdowns at certain points in that series by Boston and the Panthers were able to capitalize and led by Ma- this team has a Different mindset with Matthew Kachuk. He's a unicorn in the NHL. It's hard to find a a comparable. It really is. The way that he drags everybody into the fight. And somehow, some way, you were able to, to do that. That just find a way find a way i guess has been the motto for this team all season long just find a way and they, they keep finding ways no matter what the circumstances are
0: you know I, i'm glad you brought up matthew kachuk because I, I think he had a great season. I, I think the Hart Trophy winner is is pretty obvious this year. But if I voted, I'd have Kachuk on my ballot, probably even in the top three. And I know that was a big trade, but but I made this point with Gord Stalik in the last half hour. The Panthers won the Presidents Trophy last year. I mean, most of that team was back, right? I know they, they had the coaching stuff go on, but uh, I, I mean, to me, this wasn't like a tr- this wasn't like an 89.8 seed that like. I know they had to get in at the end, but this was a team with a pretty good recent pedigree here.
1: You look back to last year, and you you have to you'd have to go off to the record after January first, in my opinion, which was up there with the Toronto Maple Leafs and teams of that caliber. Uh, what they were they were hurt. Barkoff wasn't right at the start of the year. They just could not get everyone on the ice together at the same time Paul Maurice is trying to change systems into a heavy four check try to get away from the speed game last year that that wasn't clicking you had the flu bug go around Christmas again guys you're just peace sometimes you're playing with 17 players one night you had to play with 16 players because of salary cap implications and it just seemed like the season was just never going to get off off the ground and then once it did after that all-star break and after the new year this was a different team this was a different beast and that's why going in even though they just scraped and clawed into the playoffs what they are and what they were last year is indicative of what they were in the second half of the season and that's why going in maybe it seemed like that huge underdog but you mentioned the president's trophy last year and the system started to click. That heavy forechecking pressure that Paul Maurice wanted, it was there. And it caused, now it caused havoc for teams. The defense, even though he lost Mackenzie Wieger, Brandon Montour got more minutes and he exploded. And he really exploded in that playoff series against Boston. It was outrageous, uh, the five goals and the minutes that he played. So, yeah, it's not that far off removed from what, from the team that you saw last year. It's just kind of got a different look and a different element to it, and it took a while to get there.
0: Now they take on the Maple Leafs, who got over a pretty big hump to get to the second round. Um, look, we know about all the firepower with, with the Leafs, and certainly they're going to be a confident team here. How do you sort of handicap now, and I know it's a quick transition for you, but how do you handicap now the Panthers and the Leafs?
1: For the Panthers, it's uh, I played – I played in game sevens and uh, the biggest we've we've to me the game sevens is when you get right back after it it's trying to get emotionally up and uh, for that we start again tomorrow can you and you just went through this grind of trying to find a way and find a series victory and boom, you're right back at it and you have to find that same sort of animosity towards your opponent and that's that's the toughest challenge that this Panther group is going to face is can they continue to play at this extremely high level and just not have a drop off because the team's even Boston's good but Toronto is, is just right. up. If I, If Boston kept going, the toughest challenge to me in the East was going to be Toronto for anyone that faced them. They are that dangerous. So there's there's just no margin for error for this group. Sergei Bobrovsky is going to have to stand on his head, and they're going to have to continue to do those same things and play with that emotion and passion. It, the big question is, can they repeat it? And uh, that, if you're not careful and you don't come out, you could look at game one tomorrow and then a couple of days later, game two. It, you fall down two to nothing in the blink of an eye that that stuff happens in the NHL and that's what the Panthers have to be aware of Bill Lindsay
0: joining us from the NHL Network and the Florida Panthers audio Network is Florida with that incredible series win over the Boston Bruins last night uh, I, I know it's pretty late so I don't know how much Oilers hockey you were assigned to cover or, or do in the first round I mean there would have been games that ended be, uh, between uh, well close to 2 a.m. I, uh, I guess covering
1: some. I was covering yeah. some I I, I had to stay up late and watch them
0: um, I, I just want to ask your general impressions of the oilers i mean they're, they're obviously deeper and i know um big david and dry are or had a great series bouchard had a really great series on, on the back end um just maybe a quick thought on uh, the oilers now taking on the golden knights
1: mm-hmm. well uh, vegas plays hard and they're deep mark stone the addition to the lineup is going to help them it's going to be goaltending uh Skinner and Bruce Law, uh, two kind of unexperienced guys. Who's going to be better and that? That's going to have a big impact on who wins that series as far as Edmonton the rest continue to call penalties and uh, good luck trying to stop that power play I don't care who you are if you had the best time it just slices and dices and kills you and hurts you and I don't see that changing so that's huge uh, for Edmonton they're going to continue to score power play goals Vegas if, if they get in any kind of penalty trouble you're, You're going to be hurting, and you mentioned the depth of Edmonton. I and I have been impressed. If you can, you don't have to get a ton, but if you get guys like Fogle, Bueckstad, McLeod, Ryan, Yamamoto chipping in, and just Derek Ryan, if you get those guys, then you can get those guys up up around nine, eight, nine, ten minutes, and just get McDavid and Drysdale down into twenty, twenty-one minutes into that kind of area that makes your superstars that much more effective and it gives your bottom guys some more worth and the ability just kind of wear, wear down opponents. And I saw that start to materialize later in that series against L.A. And that's, that was the separator. It, McDavid, you can maybe contain, control them a bit, or contain them, but you're not going to stop dry and McDavid. It's just, it, you just have to try and limit the damage <laughs> the best way you can. But if you get that underlying support, what because Vegas has that, they've got it throughout. Vegas is one, two, three, four. They're they're coming at you, and it's pretty pretty steady with their four lines. So if you get contributions from those those bottom three lines, just any semblance uh, to chip in, you'll see what you did in that that LA series. Uh, that's that to me is where this Edmonton team is maybe even better than last year when they got to the Western Conference Finals.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. This is such a great time of year for sure. Bill, thanks for doing this. I, I know you've been you've been busy, and I, I I I know I didn't ask you this earlier, but I'm guessing I'm not the only guy that bugged you today to do a hit. And I know it's a little later out east, so thanks for hopping on here in Edmonton, man. I really appreciate yeah, it. Love problem, having you on the show. I
1: appreciate. It. I grew up in Western Canada, and that's old, man. So I'm glad to come on. Thank you so much, Reed.
0: Right on. That is Bill Lindsay uh, checking in former Florida Panther now on the NHL network and the Panthers audio network and a little bit there on uh, Florida beating Boston, moving on to face Toronto and his thoughts on the Oilers and the Golden Knights as well. I think he made a good point. The Oilers are deeper than they have been. Well, in ages, quite frankly, uh, Vegas, maybe not a lot of star power in terms of really, really high-end guys like McDavid and Drysdale. Yes, I know Eichel is on the team, but he was around a point a game in the regular season. But one through four, they can come at you pretty hard and that there should be more tempo to this series than we saw in the the showdown between the Oilers and the Kings we, I don't think we're going to see Vegas playing uh, passive in the neutral zone like the Kings did most of the time Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. if you want to check in back in a couple of minutes inside sports on Chet <laughs> Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins
1: is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Still looking for our first goal. The Rangers are old. oh Here's a takeaway by Pallott from Fox. Recovering, though, is Kreider. It's taken back by Pallott. Pallott still with it. Moves in. Floats one to McLeod. Back. The Devils back in the series. Here's Ryan Graves. Four and a half to go in the second. Outlets for Heisher at the blue line. Right wing side it goes for Marino across the line. Head up. Looks around. Cuts in front. Makes the move. Oh, he backhands wide. Now plays it in front. They score and it's Tomas Tatar. It's two nothing.
0: All right, Devils. Matt Lachlan on the call. Devils Hockey Network, New Jersey, leading the Rangers 2-0 after two periods in Game 7 as the first round will end tonight. And the Devils right now in the driver's seat. Remember, they fell behind 2-0, losing the first two games in the series At home, they went into Madison Square Garden, won two games, and uh, then they won at home in Game 5. Rangers with a convincing win in Game 6, and now the Devils with the advantage in Game 7. So the winner there will play Carolina. That's going to start on Wednesday along with the Oilers and the Golden Knights. Tomorrow, Panthers at Toronto, Tentacles at Stars in the other series. Okay, Oilers skated today in Los Angeles. Uh, Jay Woodcroft with some thoughts on preparing for Vegas.
1: Uh, The coaching staff uh, comes together, we make sure we do our work, we make sure we see it clearly, and then we uh, pare things down and kind of piecemeal it out to our team over the next couple days. Um, You know, I thought today was a good day. It was important to get back on the ice. It was a work day. We worked through some things, and I thought it was uh, we got what we needed, and now it's about putting tomorrow's uh, day on top of this day today, stacking a good day on top of a good day.
0: All right, and as we were talking about before the break, different styles for Vegas and Los Angeles. The two Oilers opponents, uh, L.A. sat back, tried to clog up the the neutral zone. I always remember after they won game one, and they trailed 2-0 for a long time in that game before they won it in overtime. Remember, that was the game they tied with 16.7 seconds left. Todd McClellan said, we, we couldn't get away from our style. We had to continue checking for our chances and be patient. And they ultimately won that game vegas as bill Lindsay was just talking about pretty consistent lines one through four they can keep coming at you coming at you and uh, mcdavid contrasted the knights and the kings uh, certainly going to be different
1: yeah i mean anytime uh you know, la plays different than a lot of teams so um it's definitely going to be uh, a different style i would expect it to be um maybe a little bit more up and down the rink um you know that would be my my guess
0: all right, well, he also said, you know, as they've been talking about, the Oilers are fairly well-equipped to play any style as they've been able to prove for, well, pretty much the entire second half of the season. Matthias Ekholm was a big addition at the trade deadline, and it changed things for Evan Bouchard as well. I mean, he's been... Outstanding. ever since he took over on the power play, playing a lot more five-on-five five against the Kings. He averaged 23.08 per game. He had two goals and eight assists for 10 points in six games in the series, and Matthias Ekholm commented on what he has seen from Bouchard.
1: The most impressive thing I, f- I find with his game is that offensively he has everything you need, but it's not at a cost of the defensive side either i think he's been playing he's not a defensive monster and, and takes guys down but he does his his job and his responsibility he's so smart he knows where to be and posici- positions himself in the right positions and and lets us uh, i mean if, for a big chunk of that series we were either playing the first or the second line a lot and and did that pretty well so i think that's the the, the most impressive part about him
0: All right, a little bit there from Matthias Ekholm on his defense partner, Evan Bouchard. Seattle, also a big story. We had Everett Fitzhugh on the show last week. That was when Seattle was leading the series. They had yet to win it. They would go on to win it. We've been playing some play-by-play calls throughout the night. Jack calling Yamamoto's goal. We had the Leafs uh, series winner. We had the Panthers series winner. So here is Everett Fitzhugh from the Kraken Radio Network with them finishing off Colorado.
1: 10 seconds left here in game 7. This is Rodriguez in to the far side. Lekkonen in behind the net. 6 seconds to go all the way back to the near side. McKinnon hit off the puck. thrown out in front. There's the horn! A team that defied the haters. They rolled their eyes at the naysayers and now they have defeated the defending Stanley Cup champions in 7 games. The next wave is crashing into the next round. The Seattle Kraken are heading to the Western Conference Semis.
0: Yeah, he's really good. That is Everett Fitzhugh calling the game for the Seattle Kraken as they took out the avalanche last night. Okay, Kellen, I haven't seen anything uh, from the NHL, but you said Sportsnet said 8 o'clock, as we kind of expected. Just
1: flashed it on their little intermission boards here. 8 o'clock Mountain on Wednesday. All right.
0: so as we kind of were pretty sure, 6 o'clock face-off show on uh, Wednesday to get you ready for the Oilers and the Golden Knights. Uh, Uh, again the watch party the is uh happening for five bucks a ticket on wednesday the uh, outdoor watching opportunities in the fan park and the plaza friday shania is in rogers place so no indoor watch party but the outdoor stuff will be a go okay Stauffer has Oilers now from noon to 3 tomorrow, extended for the duration of the postseason. All of Inside Sports from 6 to 8. Kelly Rudy's going to be on the show. We'll keep you updated on the CFL draft as well. Thanks to Dave Campbell, the producer of the show, Kellen Kennedy, your studio producer. My name's Reed. Thanks for listening.